Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, uh, stuff and things that I think you should check out, um, or do, or see, or read, really whatever. Anywho, I uh, hope you guys liked the last couple episodes. They were a little different, more up my uh, tech alley, uh, if you could say. This one is, hmm, this one is much more of a personal recommendation, and I feel like we're going to get into that, and you'll understand why it's a recommendation and why I think more people should take advantage of it. I think more people are. Uh, And I think that's fantastic. I truly do. But I also think there is a bit of a stigma surrounding it. So this week, we're going to go into my uh, history with it and uh, why I think it might be a really good fit for you. Anywho, let's get started. get this going shall we all right this week as you may have noticed by the title of the episode is therapy now uh before any of you like hurry up and click this off because oh my god i don't need therapy i don't need to talk to anybody all right just just hang around for a little bit uh and if nothing else uh you'll at least learn a little bit more about me my background with mental health and uh some other things and uh, maybe it might be a good fit for you. Now, healthcare in America is its own separate discussion, um, but I've found that uh, there are still some cool things you can learn, uh, even if it's not going to see a professional. There are different things you can learn about it, and then maybe you might change your mind and make it a priority. But let's get into my background with it and why I decided to make an entire episode. Uh, surrounding it. So first and foremost, um, I think it's important to understand that my background with therapy is only stretched for uh, maybe about four or five years, give or take. Uh, And as I'm coming up on uh, the big three zero in a few months, it's obviously not been a huge part of my life uh, like it should have been. I think that I definitely put my mental health on the back burner because I didn't think it was a priority and also coming from a and I'm not going to get huge into this but um, my military background it's not something that was ever okay to do uh, if you had to go see uh, a therapist or um, a psychiatrist or, or what have you it wasn't something that was okay and the moment it was on your record it could hurt your career down the road so I just ignored it completely Um, and that led to some unhealthy habits and ways of thinking and uh, like thought spirals and stuff like that Um, so it didn't occur to me until about a year before my daughter was born I decided to really take a good hard look at myself physically and mentally and got into therapy. I got uh, back on ADHD medication, which, spoilers, um, I have ADHD, like wicked ADHD. Uh, And if you listen to any of the previous podcasts, or you listen to uh, the Front End Tech podcast, or you listen to like my guest appearance on other shows, 
it's very apparent that basically my brain is a television, but I don't get to control the remote at all. Like even as I'm talking right now, I have talking points to keep me on track because otherwise I will go off the rails for at least 30 minutes talking about random things. So it was really good for me. And especially when I decided to go back to school as an adult with ADHD, it's very different than being a kid with ADHD. Being a kid when I was a kid with ADHD, it was really hard. Uh, one, because I'm already like um, a pretty fit kind of person. Uh, I was never like overweight or anything. So having me take, um, you know, ADHD medication, which is most often um, something along within like the Adderall family, which uh, one of the side effects is it, you know, it doesn't make you hungry. So it suppresses your appetite. So for me as a kid who's already fit, and then taking that and not really eating wasn't really good. Like my mom would be making me like thousand calorie shakes so that I was drinking them uh, and I wasn't like starving. So that's one aspect, right? Is understanding your own mental health. Um, you know, you're not on medication and maybe you're looking into it. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I know it was a huge change for me because it was like, oh, I can actually concentrate on stuff now. So uh, how does this all lead to therapy, right? Um, so therapy for me, uh, it was, I was really hesitant, right? Because it was always, you know, who wants to hear about my problems? Or uh, another one I hear from friends that I recommend therapy to is, you know, uh, you know, what if they think I'm crazy? You know, like what, who thinks like I do? No one, no one thinks like I do. They're just going to put me in a, in a vest and they're going to strap my arms to my chest and they're going to put me in padded walls. But no, no, they're not. The thing is, is everybody, everybody goes through similar ish problems, but, uh, learning ways to deal with those and learning techniques to, you know, talk yourself out of a panic attack or, um, understanding like a, a mode of thinking that isn't healthy that you're doing frequently. And that was the one that, that, uh, I had a really big problem with was, uh, I constantly found myself in a rut with thinking about like where to go or what to do, uh, especially when it came to school. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't think I was good enough. Um, I mean, I mean, heck, even uh, with this podcast, uh, occasionally, you know, you, you hear about um, a lot of creators and, you know, a lot of like famous people are always talking about imposter syndrome. Now they don't think that they're good enough and and how one day, you know, someone's just going to find out that all of this is like a huge ruse and it's uh, it's a big, uh, you know, coming out and you're actually a complete moron. But that for me has been something I've been dealing with my entire life. Um, so sitting down with a professional is the best thing I've ever done. Uh, it's, oh God, it is so nice to be able to sit down and basically straight up talk to someone that has no stake in any of the problems in your life. None. And it is amazing because even if you talk to like friends or family or professors or, uh, really anybody they all have some either stake in the outcome or they're biased because it's you and they know you and whoever the third party is, uh, they don't care about them. They don't care about 
you know, uh, the problem you're having with your spouse or, um, you know, how stressful raising a kid can be or, um, you know, your GPA slipping up 0.01. Um, they, they only care about you. And when that's really good, for some things, it's nice to be able to get perspective. And that, for me, is what therapy really brought to the table. Um, I think another thing that holds people back from going to therapy is how they're going to be perceived when they start talking to people um, that they're about them going to therapy. Uh, that was me for a very brief, brief uh, time. I was very self-conscious about it. It was a very, oh, oh, Stephen's going to therapy. Oh, like, uh, is this okay? Are we allowed to talk about this? And yeah, I've I've become very vocal about uh, like being you know, taking charge of my mental health and playing an active role in you know friends or family and suggesting that they should go. And that's basically why I'm doing this right now. Uh, you know, a, a mini side tangent, and I think it was one of the things to again I say one of the things, not the thing, not the driving force, but definitely one of the things uh, that I think has helped certain friends um, that I know understand kind of where I'm coming from uh, is the book by John Green, uh, Turtles All the Way Down. And it basically tells the story of a young girl with um, OCD and how she thinks and deals with problems in her life. And the, again, like the thought spirals, like thinking about something and then that leads to another thought and that leads to another thought and, you know, it just goes down and down. For me, it was never thought spirals. I never looked at them as thought spirals. For me, it was always the, um, it was the quote by, oh God, what's his name? It was a quote by um, Falco in The Replacements where they're in the locker room and uh, they're talking about their greatest fears. And it starts off as a joke. Everybody's like, oh man, I'm, I'm really scared of spiders or snakes or bees. And then uh, Falco speaks up actually, uh, in the back and he's like, quicksand. And uh, everybody's like, what? Quicksand? And he's like, yeah, quicksand. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher, I'm going to butcher this so hard. So I'll try and find a link and put it in the show notes. But it basically comes down to, he says, you know, you're in a game, right? And you think everything's going well. And then one thing goes wrong. And then you, you try and correct it. And um, you, you try and, and make things better or tell yourself that it was just one thing. But then another thing goes wrong and another and another. And soon you can't breathe. You can't see because you're in over your head like quicksand. And that scene always really hit me really hard because as somebody that's juggling college, um, a daughter, moving states, uh, leaving the military, I was doing so many things and I felt overwhelmed. And again, friends and family were telling me to do one thing or the other thing or just focus on you or, um, you know, you're doing fine or to cut back on something. But a lot of times cutting things out is a lot easier to say than do, right? Um, so it was, okay, well, I need to talk to somebody else. And that's when therapy hit. And I was like, all right, well, I'm finally going to do this. And I did. And 
oh, it has been so great. And I know it kind of, uh, <laughs> I've been kind of down this entire podcast, but honestly, it is so nice. Um, and what makes it even better is my therapist's name. Her name is Mrs. Rogers. Honestly, could you find a more wholesome name for a therapist? No. Mrs. Rogers. It is glorious when I get to go and I sit down and I talk to her and we don't even talk about me every single session. We get to talk about whatever I want. So sometimes um, we talk about her or her family or um, new clinics because they just got into this brand new clinic. Uh, I'll actually be seeing her next week, I believe. So I'm uh, well, you know, obviously that's dependent on when this goes out. I may have already seen her. Who knows? Time magic. But, uh, and I'm going to link um, a, a tweet below uh, that I found, and I thought it was wonderful um, when it came to this. Uh, it says, recommending someone to see a therapist doesn't mean I'm not willing to listen to your problems. It means I am unequipped to help you with your problem. It doesn't mean you're broken beyond repair. It means you deserve to get the right help you need. And that is pinpoint accurate. When I tell people, hey, you should try therapy, they're like, oh, well, what are you trying to say? Or, um, or hey, can we talk? But one of the things, uh, I can't remember who said it, but they said something like, one thing you never realize is when somebody comes to you with their problems, that takes up mental space for you. So you have everything going on in your life, but then you also have to set aside separate brain space and time to listen to their problems, take them in, and then also be able to give them like advice or uh, at least be able to let them vent to you about that. And that takes up like energy. So sometimes instead of that, it's better to direct them to see a professional. And that's what I started doing is basically, you know, occasionally, yeah, it's okay to, you know, talk about problems. It's okay to, you know, come to me when, you know, you just need to talk about something or sometimes you just need somebody to listen. That's totally fine. But there are some things and sometimes it's too frequent. Sometimes people need to get seen more than just, you know, just the one time. Also, again, like I was saying, like, when you go see a therapist, you don't have to talk about like your problems every single time. You don't have to talk about recurring problems. You don't have to talk about your past, your present, or your future. You can talk about whatever you want. It is, it you are in control, and that, yeah, God, it is so nice. Sometimes you might need a fifteen-minute session. Sometimes you need like an hour and a half, two hours. That's okay. A lot of licensed therapists are totally fine with that. Um, I'm lucky because. I found one that I love and she's great. And, uh, you know, even occasionally, like I'll bring my daughter along and, uh, she, she calls it going to the doctor and really, isn't it? It's basically like going to the doctor. It's the same thing, except instead of like your physical health, you're going for your mental health. That is super important. And I've always seen parenting for me as, well, if I don't take care of me, and I'm not at my best, I can't take care of her, you know, to the best of my abilities. So if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm coming at the problem stressed, right, or I've had a really rough day at school, or, um, you know, finances are tight, or, or something like that. And then, you know, my daughter comes to me 
with her own problem, or she had a bad day at school, or, um, you know, maybe she's sick. You know, how am I supposed to come at that objectively? How can I come to that with uh, empathy and compassion and stuff if I'm not handling my own stress that has been building up after days? I can't. Um, it's why I go to the gym frequently. I love the gym. That will be its own separate thing, right? Um, but the the therapy has really helped. And again, like she loves going with me. I don't bring her all the time. Obviously, it's not a place that I want to bring her. They have kid therapists, so that's cool. But that was one of the things I wanted to make sure that I got out uh, like on record was therapy. Because I think honestly, I think... As the years go by, I, I love seeing that mental health is being like discussed more frequently and people are taking charge of, of what they're doing and how they're handling things. And it's one of those generational shifts, you know, like older generations didn't want to go to therapy because they didn't think they needed it or that it was a sign of some kind of weakness or that uh, it's just not okay and that... Um, it goes along the lines of, you know, like way back when it wasn't okay for women to work or it wasn't okay for people to get divorced and all these other things. And it's just like, yes, it is. It is, it is perfectly fine. And in some cases it's better for everybody. And that for me, and that for a lot of people is what therapy is. It is a place where you can go, you aren't being judged you get to sit down with somebody that you feel really comfortable with and you just get to talk. And a lot of the times it is, it is a great way to shift your like mental attitude over certain subjects. For me, I wasn't sure that college was right. And my therapist was able to walk me through the talking points of why I didn't think this way. Like why, why did I think that I wasn't good enough? Um, why I didn't think I was smart enough, uh, why I didn't think I could do it. And she basically, <laughs> she came up with this basically like a game where she was asking me questions that I didn't think were related to school at all. She was just asking me like fun little thought experiments and I would like talk through them and I was just talking aloud at like how I was working my way through it. And like at the end of it, she was just grinning and I was like, ah, you got me. It's not fair. Cause like, <laughs> like it was so obvious afterwards what she was doing, but because I was so into the problem at hand and I was so like enthralled with what was going on in my life, I didn't see that I was being played. And at the end of it, I was like, ah, I get it. I know exactly. I know exactly what just happened and how I can move forward and how I can tackle this and get over that fear. And man, it's been really great. And so I think for a lot of people now, I'm not going to say therapy is right for everybody. You know, of course, you know, it's, it's case by case, you know, person by person, everybody's different. Everybody has their own um, ways of talking through problems or um, how they handle stressors in their life. Um, stressors being the things that cause stress, obviously. You know, some people, like I said, go to the gym. Some people uh, read or go for hikes. I think whatever you're doing is great, honestly. Um, if you are taking uh, an active role in the stress in your life and you're not just like suppressing it and just like keeping it all down there and you're not, you know, handling it with another like unhealthy source, 
you know, I'm, drinking comes to mind. I think that's great. If you have found the thing that can help you de-stress and you found someone that you can talk to about anything and know that they can give you an, a, like an objective um, response, fantastic. I think that at the end of the day, this is a podcast where my job is to persuade you to do something, to listen to something, to watch something. But I think in this case, I don't think I can. I think this is going to be something that you have to decide for yourself whether or not it's something that you should do. I think for me and for the purposes of this episode, therapy, I think, would be a solid thing to at least try out and give a couple sessions a go. If for nothing else, just to see if it is something worth your time. Now, again, that is case dependent. It's dependent on, you know, your healthcare and how much time you have in a given day and all these numerous factors, right? But again, like if you can, or you've been on the fence of whether or not you should go, or if it's something that's right for you, I think the only way you're going to know is by going, is by sitting down and talking to someone in, you know, in a relaxed environment. And I think for better or worse, at the end of that, at the end of that, like trial, right, you'll know whether or not it is beneficial to you to continue. And again, if nothing else, you'll know if it's right for you. I think in many cases, it probably is in with how much is going on currently in the world. There is so much that can like bring us down or add problems into our daily lives or um, just put it like bumps in uh, like our mental thought processes that we don't notice how much baggage it like is built up, right? Like how much stuff is like weighing us down. And for me, I didn't notice all the stuff that I was carrying around until my therapist was just like, Hey, you got a lot of stuff over here. You want to, um, you want some help with that? And yes, I did. And I did need it. I think for this week, that's going to do it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let me know. And I will see you next time. Okay. Bye.